That's right. Welcome back, folks. Thank you so much for joining us here on Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. My name is Stephen Craig. I am the host and author of uh, Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. I'm beginning to realize that I've said that enough now that like it becomes uh, sort of like ritual. But in any case, uh, welcome to the program. Um, Hope you were able to join us last week. Sorry, it got uh, it got delayed in publishing the uh, actual podcast. The uh, everything else went out on the column and everything like that. Uh, which reminds me, just where you can reach us. If apparently, if you're listening to the podcast, you uh, probably listen to download and uh, listen on whatever devices you want. We're available on uh, Pod uh, Podbean and uh, basically anywhere you get podcasts. Um, so go ahead and check us out there. Um, and then, uh, of course, if you like the written version, um, it's available on my website, uh, waitingfortoday.com. Um, you can check us out every week. Uh, but you can also find uh, we have a pretty good following on Medium and, um, and find us on Facebook and Instagram, the whole, the whole spiel. Um, a, little, a little bit uh, impassioned this week. I woke up, um, I woke up uh, on the day I'm recording this, uh, Tuesday, actually, um, even though it goes out on Thursdays. And... Uh, I was um, I, I had the vision for this week's article. It's a reply to last week's article, in, um, in some sense, and uh, sort of my take on the reaction of what happened, um, but also a take on, on social media as a general whole. And um, so, uh, last week's column, if you um, if you didn't read it, and apparently a lot of the people who commented on it uh, in social media didn't, because um, I, I was actually just before I um, rebroadcast this, I read it again, um, and I went over the the uh, second paragraph of the whole piece. Um, talks about my uh, open, my open embracing of the LGBTQ community, all of it. Like I've taught a number of LGBTQ students, and as I um, pointed out to a number of people on um, social media, um, I don't I don't have to answer to anybody about my support of, of the transgender community to anybody's uh, a community, to be perfectly honest. I, I, I have always openly embraced anybody for who they are. It is a huge part of uh, my classroom and who I am as a human being. Um, I, I openly embrace any person, as long as they are not uh, harming others with the um, with the way they live their lives, I I have long written out written about and in support of the LGBTQ community, and a number of people who do know me um, spoke out uh, about that online as well. That, uh, but in any case, uh, a number of former students were I've as I said I've always in, uh, had a class of inclusion when I was um, teaching down in Parker, I had a number of students. I taught a speech and debate class, and um, that class had a fairly large number, uh, five that I could think of when I was just thinking about it off the top of my head. Um, I had five students in the two years that I taught that class that came out as transgender within um, within that class alone. And um, so with that in mind, I... I you know, I really felt strongly about having created a sense of um, of inclusion for everyone, and not just as I said, as I say, uh, said in the piece last week. I'm not just talking about quote unquote tolerance and inclusion. I mean, those should be the minimal standards, um, but rather of of embracing people for who they are. And that, that I use that word a lot, and because it, it's really important to me, it's a, 
it's the best word I can use to encapsulate how I think that we need to address each and every um, community out there. Um, but as I said in the piece, uh, you know, the other side. So I, in any case, finishing that point off, like the, I, I have nothing to answer about my desire to include uh, the LGBTQ community. But um, I think people struck upon the, and this again shows how oftentimes people will read the teasers and not the article in full because they missed all that part and then ended on what I had to say about Leah Thomas, which um, I, I simply suggested um, that when we're talking about transgender women, especially those um, who don't transition in, until um, after or, you know, mid puberty, um, we're, which is, which is almost everyone. Um, the science tells us that they retain the bodies that they had of their genetic, um, of their genetic gender. And, and um, that part of it doesn't change. Now who they are, it completely does. And, and, I really was adamant about, as I said, embracing who they think, who they are in their own souls. Um, but the body, the outside, the shell, <laughs> that part of it stays the same. Um, and the science tells us that. And, and that's not just, you know, that's not trying to deny who somebody is. That denying the fact of who their body is 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 just non-scientific. Um, and for that, uh, the commentary is you probably and i said this going in when i uh did the podcast last week um is that um is that in the end I, I really do feel like uh the comments that came back attacking me as being discriminatory um and the the real anger um saying that i was espousing hatred 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 for the for the transgender community they clearly, and one of the people was somebody who I used to teach with, where I, where those same transgender students came out in my classroom. I just was shocked by the way that people treat each other on social media. And then it was contrasted um, <clears throat> with, and I'm going to go into this in the opening today, but on the opening paragraph. But in any case, the um, the. This was contrasted. I, I, I had all this negative reaction um, to a piece that most people hadn't even really fully read. Um, and on the other side of it, uh, I had posted um, a, a GoFundMe. We are, um, I, we have a student at the Peak School. Her name is Irina. Um, I please, 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 uh, I'm gonna read you a little bit of her story here in a second. Um, but Irina uh, is a student at the Peak School. She is a, from the Ukraine. We, I remember interviewing her for the first time via <laughs> Zoom um, just about one year ago. And uh, her uncle wanted to get her to the United States. Um, he knew uh, that war was probably coming, even then, um, and helped, uh, has helped Irina's mom and I takes care of Irina's grandmother. Never mind his own kids. Um, but his business has been obviously devastated by the war, and they, he no longer has the money to be able to pay for Irina's education here. And it's it's not easy and it's not cheap. Um, and we as a school are doing everything that we can, and it includes uh, this GoFundMe for Irina. 
Um, and with that, I, I'd like to um, just uh, not talk myself, uh, but read in the words of the actual GoFundMe page, um, because uh, it's uh, I did the writing for it. <laughs> And uh, it's up on, um, it's up, I'll remind you again, but it's up on, uh, if you go to GoFundMe and you <clears throat> search uh, Ukrainian student, um, and you'll see the one for the peak school uh, come up, uh, you'll see Irina's picture, and uh, you will read this. This is Irina. In the summer of 2021, as tensions escalated throughout Ukraine, her uncle Andre scraped together what he could to send her away from her hometown of, and I'm not even going to try, Vosklyv, to a school in Frisco, Colorado, where they had family friends. This is their story in his words from emails to her school. Every day we are losing in Ukraine, not only business, not only our homes, but also our friends and relatives. Bloody war takes everything we have. I am on my way to Romanian border now to help my mom and sister, Irina's mother, and move them somewhere safe in Europe. Already we can see that this war will not be finished in a couple of months, and I am asking you to help us with Irina education. As of today, I pray hard that my sister and my mother will be able to escape from that hell tomorrow and get to border in West Ukraine, approximately three days' journey, where I will meet them and try to organize accommodation for them. I will continue to help Irina as much as I can, but if there is some sort of possibility to get a little help, that would be a little bit easier for all of us. Could you let me know if there is any aid Irina can apply for in the U.S.? That would be real magic. Thank you very much for all your support, and I wish you all never ever see war and have peaceful sky over your heads. Irina wakes each morning knowing her family is in very real danger and losing all that they once knew. Her one redeeming salvation at this point are the friends and family she has made here in Colorado. So, in any case, uh, if you can, um, every dollar you can spare allows us to protect an amazing kid uh, from the war-torn nation her homeland has become. So, um, in any case, if you can, uh, go on t uh, to GoFundMe and um, find Irina uh, you will find it by going to help a uh, Ukrainian student and um, thank you for whatever you can do you know you know this real we uh, every dollar goes to her um, and to her family and uh, we greatly appreciate your support we really do so in any case back to the um, back to the episode I, I put that uh, GoFundMe uh, page on my Facebook page and uh, well you'll hear what happens Social media brings out the worst in us. What is it about social media that turns all of us, yes, myself included, into utter raging assholes? Don't believe me or think that you're the exception to the rule? Let me tell you about the two posts I put up on Facebook last week. The first was my usual teaser and link for truth in a thousand words or less. The topic of which was, in case you missed it, transgender swimmer Leah Thomas. Now, anyone who knows me knows that I am a vocal advocate and supporter of the LGBTQ community, and I expressed as much in the piece, saying that I embrace every single human being for exactly who they are and how they want to define themselves. All I suggested was that allowing transgender women to compete against biological women <clears throat> was unfair and damaging to the women they compete against. Not that transgender women should be excluded from competing, period, or 
that they should not be fully respected and embraced for their courageous decision to be exactly who they are. But that didn't stop folks, many of whom had clearly not even bothered to read the column in its entirety before feeling the need to have their own voices heard, from spewing epithets and false accusations of transgender discrimination and hatred. The vitriolic comments became so untethered that many of my LGBTQ friends and former students felt the need to intervene and correct these aspersions from folks who clearly didn't know anything about me or what I stand for. Standing behind a wall of anonymity, they flung their insults and negativities in droves, with the column racking up more than more pub than a Will Smith slap to the face. Yeah, is that what? Is it, it's not quite that right there. Uh, yeah, that's not. Is that, I don't think that's quite what Chris Rock sounded like. Wait. In case, a day or so later, I posted the GoFundMe link for a Ukrainian student who goes to school here in Colorado, but whose family has lost their business in the war. This poor young soul is set to be sent back to the war-torn remains of her country if we cannot find the means to help her and her family keep her in school here. But what kind of response did that post garner? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> sort of, you know, sort of like that. Yeah. And that's all you need to know about social media. We already know from aired congressional testimony that social media sites like Facebook and Instagram continuously spoon-feed us the drama of negativity, filling our news feeds with posts they know will rile us and further division amongst us. But so, too, do we allow the relative feeling of namelessness, the false sense of depersonalization on the other side of the computer screen, to embolden our anger and unfetter the restraint of our invective toward our fellow human beings. We type horrible things and mindlessly hit send, feeling that there are no repercussions because our targets are no more than thin strands of consciousness in the intangible ether of the internet. Yes, social media moguls like, Mark, why can't somebody walk up and punch him in the face? Zuckerberg are culpable for manipulating algorithms that prey upon the worst in human nature. But so, too, are we complicit in our moral demise by focusing our energies on negativity and conflict. Oh, we like to think that we are making the world a slightly better place with each and every comment we write, shedding enlightenment on ignorance and injustice. But who the fuck has ever had some vibrant moral or social epiphany from reading a post on Facebook. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> but there we sit on our moral high horse, acting more like a giant ass, typing away comments that won't change a goddamn thing other than to piss off people on the other side of the debate. Worse yet, when an opportunity to actually do something for our community arises when asked upon to contribute something real to the world we live in. We sit there doing nothing, hushed with our hands by our sides, letting the world go idly by. That's right. I am accusing all of you, and me too, 
of claiming that we don't have the time to actually investigate the countless ways we can help alleviate real human suffering, like the kind Irina and her family are enduring, or even so much as reading her story on a GoFundMe page, we have all the time in the world to write inane gibberish about articles we didn't even read or feeling the need to share our own unique perspective on one overly entitled Hollywood actor bitch slapping another. Ow! You know, like that. Ow! Like somehow, in the grand scheme of things, that actually amounts to anything more than the water cooler drivel. It is pure, unadulterated narcissism because in the end it is always about us we want everyone to hear us to listen to what we have to say as we embark on our chaotic quest to save the world fighting windmills largely of our own flippin invention but when the opportunity arises to make a real difference in the world to actually put all those meaningless words into action well you know that's too much work it costs too much money it doesn't speak to our souls. Do I recognize the irony of subsequently posting this column on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter? Of course I do. I'm an English teacher for crying out loud. But that's how we have come to live with the devil amongst us. We all know that social media has become a necessary evil for staying in touch with many of our former friends or promoting our work. We have come to tacitly accept the growing cancer inside of us, allowing the rancor and division to overwhelm us. But what if all of us, all of you out there listening, all of you out there reading, all of you out there living, what if all of us made a commitment to write one less negative comment each and every week and focus instead on just one way we can make the world a better place. You can start by donating to Irina. Her GoFundMe page, <laughs> once again, just to remind you, go to GoFundMe, go look up, um, <clears throat> please go look up uh, her, uh, please look it up, by, uh, go to GoFundMe and look up Ukrainian student. I know, I'm sorry, I botched that one. I'm looking for the, <laughs> you know, I'm looking for it uh, for my column. In any case, uh, you gotta get we gotta get Johnny in here. You know, pulling the curtain back, having to do all this shit. Whatever. In any case, you get the idea. Go to go to the GoFundMe page, please, 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 please. Um, donate what you can. Anything helps. Like I can't even tell you what a great kid she is. Um, seriously, it's Johnny's going out of here. Um, I'm going to tell you, the, uh, the very first time um, we talked via Zoom, I was just like, what? This is just an incredible kid. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was a vocal at, you, you know, vocal supporter of her uh, from the admissions process all the way. Bought her one of those uh, Russian warship go fuck yourself t-shirts a couple weeks back. Told her she couldn't wear it at school. I think, our, no I think our head of school said, well, he thought about it for a little bit. In any case, y'all, my name's Stephen yeah, Craig. No Thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate you listening each and every week. Uh, check us out each and every Thursday. You know where to find us. I laid it all out at the beginning. Thanks a lot, y'all. You have a great Thursday. Have a great week. We'll see you soon. Peace.
Peace out, y'all.